0: ...at SAFM Radio and at Mesh Constant on SAFM.
1: So Sina Temba Nzusa is a, a highly pedigreed uh, person. She's got three degrees, including a master's, uh, one a Bachelor of Social Science majoring in community development, then honours in public policy and a Master's of Commerce and Leadership. And yet, as we heard from one of our listeners yesterday, she still struggled to find a job. So she made a major shift... It's a wonderful story, and we thought uh, we'd like to get to find out a bit more about it. Sinatemba, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Morning, Mitchell. Morning, morning. Thank you
1: for having me on your show. So, bonani, Sisi. <laughs> <laughs> sanibonani, unjani. <laughs> Sikona. Sinatemba, no. you are hailing and working all the way from Ezendopi uh, in KwaZulu-Natal. Yeah. and. I want you to tell us about how you made this major pivot, as they say in business, from looking at what you had in your hand, which was three degrees, but no work, to now a job and a um, farm, which is just growing incrementally by the day.
0: Yes. Um, so I was actually working um, back in 2018 and 2019. Um Beginning of the year, I was working at the National Office of um, National Youth Development Agency. Well, my post was attached to the term of the board. Yeah. Now, the term of the board for NYDA ended in 2019. Yeah. Actually, beginning of 2020. So that's when my contract ended also. But before my contract ended... Understanding the plight of unemployment in South Africa, I knew that my contract was coming to an end. Um, The money that I had saved, uh, I did not know, I did not have anything planned, but I knew that um, my contract was coming to an end, so I had to think fast and innovatively, because I did not know when my next paycheck was going to be.
1: So, okay, well, then, so, so how did you do that? You just, because I understand that you were at home and you were just thinking, in fact, it sounds a lot like that wonderful book by um, Cindy Mago- Magona, um, When the Village Sleeps, it, it that you like looked at the land around you and you were like, this is uh, something we could work with. Could you kind of please repeat that again? No, I, what, what was amazing was that uh, you were like, okay, let me change this. And you looked around you at the land that was part of your family farm and just went, hey, I can do something with this.
0: Well, it was working at NYTA. I went around the entire country. Yeah. And I got to, to, to realize and show what young people are going through. Yeah. And it, 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 it broadened my thinking and it made me open my eyes. And NYTA, one of the, one of the roles of NYTA is to give grants to young business people. And yeah. we got to realize that young people have, have, do have ideas, but they lack funding and, 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 and many things, you know. Yeah. So now I said, let me, let me, I want to be a business person. To be quite honest, in varsity I never really thought of myself as a business person, but being exposed to people of business, I got motivated myself. And with the way I, 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 I looked at things and the way I love money, I knew that I'm I'm the only person that works at home. So now with my contract ending, I had to think fast because cash flow is very important. Yeah. So the the reality of agriculture, well, growing up, we used to have a backyard backyard garden at home. So I loved gardening at a very young age. So I got to realize that in actual fact, we don't have to buy everything from the shops. You can grow onions, you can go grow cabbages at the back of, the back of your own um, yard. So now I knew that, I asked myself the question of, what do I have currently? Oh. That, oh, In actual facts, another thing that motivated me for my master's degree, I did research on small, um, small micro brewers of craft beer. Ah. And uh, Microboreals of craft beer. Yeah. So now I got to learn that the farms, we have limited farms, beer is made out of four ingredients and three of those ingredients are from agriculture. It's yeast, grains, hops, and water. So yeast, grains, and hops, they are mainly agriculture. You can even include water in agriculture. Yeah, sure. But yeah, so all of it is from, is from agriculture, but however, we have limited farms of those raw materials in South Africa. And also another thing: who enjoys the, the monopoly of agriculture, and who also um, who are the consumers of, of liquor? So now I said, so now I said, okay, I'm a young person, I have a bit of land. Then why are we not then changing the status quo? Because we find microbrewers, of course, we are having to get raw material from abroad. Because in South Africa, we do not have sufficient uh, uh, farmers that grow grains, that grow the specialty crop, hops. I mean. So, so then, so, so,
1: so, so Natemba, I'm going to move you along a little bit just because uh, of time. But so please. here's my understanding: is that what you have is that you have two large fields possibly each one possibly the size of a rugby field and I'm not quite sure exactly what that measurement would be but that you just said hey I know how to do this or I'm going to learn how to do this you just went online and now you're growing a whole series of different crops which you're actually selling to hawkers but you're also selling to larger corporates as well
0: I mean it's brilliant (laughs) <laughs> yes. It was It was the determination and the love for money. I will not lie for you, to you. It was the love for money. And I had to think <laughs> fast on what's going to give me money. I wanted money. That's all I wanted. And I knew every household needs food. Agriculture yeah. is one of those sectors that will never grow extinct. It's one of those sectors that will forever be relevant because every day we are eating. Yes. And in my community, we have vast land that is used for sugar cane. And less of it is used to grow um, veggies and food that we use, consume every day in our household. So I was like, no, we have, uh, we have land at home. So let me grow um, spinach. I yeah. started piloting with spinach and green pepper. And the, the, the support was overwhelming. And then I grew from there. I grew from there. Yes, I've had challenges because what are, what are I had those less cha- information. What are those, what are those challenges? The challenge is, well, it, it is important that when you're going to a field, you understand the pros and cons and, and, and the back side of it. Yeah. Agriculture needs money. Yeah, Agriculture needs money because you're going to grow your spinach at, at five weeks old, that pest. Yeah. So you need to do a pest control and you need to know which pest, um, pesticides that you are going to use and they require money. And if you do not if you're not spraying your crops correctly, you might lose the entire, entire field. So, so okay. I've
1: had that. Wh- who supports you with that? And do you have mentors who are saying, I mean, let's be frank, you kind of came in here like uh, uh, working from the National Youth Development Agency in front of a computer, I'm assuming. And the next yes. thing, you are like out in the field in gumboots and saying, okay, I'm now a farmer. Did you have mentors? Did you have um, any financial support?
0: I did not have any financial support except for the money that I was saving at NYDA. But in terms of mentorship, um, I joined a lot of groups on WhatsApp, on Facebook of farmers. And I approached some of the farmers on the side. And I said, I have this vision. I have this passion. Could you please assist me? I know less. Because what is important is when you're going into a sector that especially you know nothing of, you become humble. And you act as a person who knows nothing. At at a a level of masters, I know so many things. But with agriculture, I knew nothing. So I have to be very humble and ask relevant questions. And sometimes I have to give them money for transportation to come to my farm and see things physically so that they can advise properly. So I have a mentor. His name is Dumsani Sengretu. He yeah. works for agriculture, he works for gerbine agriculture, but he comes to my family and assists me. And it's played a huge, huge role in my growth. And I also have um, um, Facebook pages that have joined a number of agriculture uh, pages where I can online take a picture of my crops and then I ask if I have problems. Oh. And then also on WhatsApp. Yeah. So the social media, I've been, it, it has played a huge role in my growth. Isn't
1: that just amazing? I mean, that's just that's incredible. To, it's because it's Absolutely. a perfect example to measure of how you can use social media. Um, exactly, Sinatemba. In closing, uh, I'd love to know um, your crops at the moment are spinach, green pepper, red speckled beans, tomatoes, and potatoes. What's the way forward for you?
0: Well, now I'm 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 hoping I keep on applying to. T- Department of Agriculture and our Local Municipality for a farm, a bigger land. Yeah. Because now I do have supermarkets, your spa, your, your boxer. they They are taking my stuff, but my supply is not sufficient enough yeah. for them because of the land that I have. I also supplied to school nutritionists. Just now, this morning before your call, I got a call from one of the nutritionists. They're coming at nine to come and get their tomatoes. So I supply nearby schools. They yeah. take um, crops from me. But now my, su- my, my, my supply, I have good quality crops, but my supply is not sufficient enough. So I'm hoping that eventually I'm going to get more land and get funding so that I can grow and become a commercial farmer. And then, Sina uh, September you've got the local
1: TVT um, college. Uh, their students are coming for practical training with you.
0: Yes. I've been approached by them and unfortunately the covid-19 has been quite such a yeah, headache to me. Sure. They approached me in April and they said they want the student they have students that need to do practical so we need to sit down and draft a con- and, and and sign a contract and everything. So I went and met them just when we were about to finalize things and then the 14 days um, lockdown so now, again, last week, we, we picked up our conversation. They're probably going to start around September of next month, uh, 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 moving forward. They are coming to me. In actual fact, before them, I, my approach was that I need, I need um, graduates that are unemployed to then come and work at my farm. Now, yeah. the motive is that I say, if you have learned, come and work and see how things are done. Yeah. I will then we will then start working on your very own land.
1: I so don't working you are absolutely rocking and your energy is uh, just wonderful on this gray and misty morning. Um Thank we you want so to much. wish you All the best. I have no doubt that you are going to grow from strength to strength to strength with your farming. We love when we hear of female farmers as well. So congratulations. And uh, I look forward to maybe one day when I'm in that area, maybe coming to visit you uh, to see just how beautiful those big green fields of crops are.
0: Thank you. Please do, so you're welcome. Thank you
1: so much. Sinatemba Nzuza, she's a farmer. She hails from a very rural village called Izendopi. It's about five kilometers away from Ashawi in KwaZulu-Natal. And uh, her story is so much about uh, the life that we get from the land. And it reminded me of that extraordinary book that was released in the last year by Sindiwe Magona. It's called um, When the Village Sleeps. But it's all about the land, about growing things and how growing things are so much about who we are as human beings as well. Well done to Sindhiwe. It's just absolutely brilliant to hear that energy.